0: What's up, Internet? You're tuning in episode 129 of Nintendo Noise Flip Screen Games weekly Nintendo podcast. I'm your host, Pete and Bessie. Joined as always my very good friend and co-host, Miss Sierra Plus Ultra. Hi Pete. Yo, we got a we got a good one, Sierra. No rumors, no speculation, just well maybe a little speculation. But <laughs> just some cold hard Pokemon facts. Cause guess what? It's a holiday. Happy Pokemon Day.
1: Happy Pokemon Day. <laughs>
0: Happy Pokemon day to all of you. Happy Pokemon. Day. (laughs) Yeah. So crazy to me that there's as much to talk about as there is, considering this was a like 12 minute Pokemon presents, not a ton of information about what they showed off, but what they showed off such a big deal that I'm, I'm I'm excited to pick it apart. I think rather than go through all the announcements, because I think we can all agree some, a bit more interesting than others we're gonna start with the hype and we'll work our way down from there how's that sound
1: exactly let's just cut out the fat we're gonna get right to it everyone no waiting
0: so here's here's where we're gonna kick things off right the the headline of this pokemon presents we got a new game revealed it is pokemon legends or z a legends legends z a I guess I got to figure out what, uh, which one it is. but Zaza. <laughs> I'm going to guess it's Legends EA because we had Legends RCS. so Yeah. That's, that's what we'll say. But, uh, you know, obviously, really cool to see the, the Legends branding return. But yes. quite a bit that we do know about it that points to the idea that it is potentially a somewhat different beast than what we got with Legends RCS. Absolutely. So, no, go ahead. Go ahead.
1: And there was a lot of speculation about another Legends game. There's speculation about a Johto game. This is neither of the things that were floating around the internet. Like, no one could have fucking called this
0: one. It's crazy. No. And it, like, it it does make me wonder if, were those all so far off because they were total bullshit? Or is it possible that some version of some of the other things that we've heard about is still cooking in the background
1: yeah i'm interested
0: in that but i i'm you know t- before we get into like the nitty-gritty very very excited to see a new legends game right like mm-hmm. Arceus was like just such a breath of fresh air we were big fans of it here and i'm just really excited to see that just you know two years later right we're getting confirmation of another one of those games whereas like you know we, we like you just said with the let's go games right like we talked about we've talked about those so many times and about how it is kind of weird that we just, they came and went and they were a success, but we never followed up on those. We never got a, a follow-up to those. So like, I didn't really assume we were going to get another legends game. So I definitely wouldn't have predicted this. And I'm very, very happy to, I, I, I guess be proven wrong. I don't know. I don't even know if, I don't know what it is, but I'm happy. I'm happy that this yeah, is
1: happening. That's absolutely. <laughs> no, totally. Cause like, Think about how much lore or, or like unexplored lore has been left to Pokemon history. So this oh, yeah. means that they're going to go back in the backlog of Pokemon content and just like tell new stories with all the things they've built over the years, which is awesome. Like, um, diehard Pokemon fans are really into like, you know, all the Pokemon Ghost stories, like stuff about like old ruins and like so we're gonna really get a chance to like have those parts of the pokemon universe actually like come to life instead of just typical rinse and repeat gyms, pokemon league done
0: and i feel like like that formula you know it's interesting to see how there are things about it that i think have aged poorly in terms of like how it tells story because like i think like when you think about like back in the day you know the the first couple generations right like the story was sparse and it left a lot of room for you to like role play and kind of like fill in gaps. Whereas like, I kind of think since X and Y funnily enough um, there has been that kind of push towards more of like, this game has a script and it has Mm -hmm. characters that are supporting characters and there's an arc and there's this and that. And like you saw that prior to those games, right? Like black and white obviously have like a, a pretty significant story. But I feel like even then it there was it felt like it had more room to breathe. Whereas like you saw an X and Y in Sun and Moon, there's like a lot of that like go to the next exclamation point so you can see a cutscene. Go to this next spot, meet up with these kids. They'll talk to you. Yeah, I I think that's something that like I just feel like it doesn't work in either direction. Like I feel like those at additions have not really made the stories feel deeper or more fleshed out or like more well realized but it has kind of gotten in the way of the ability for it to be more sparse and you to project more things. And that was something I really liked about Arceus. was like, because it was more focused in like, you know, the gameplay stuff is just like, you're going out and exploring. And then like the characters that you meet and interact with are mostly limited to that one town. That town felt so much more alive and so much more like a place that was growing and changing rather than like, going to the next town and like talking to a bunch of very static npcs that like don't feel like living people they feel like signs you know like Mm -hmm. I, i i'm excited by that right like the idea that like you know that more narrow focus like does give you space to talk about lore and things like that and like the things we learned about like the history of you know um of the region in Arceus yeah. and like just like things oh like this was this is what old Pokeballs look just like little things like that is like it's yeah. it's really cool it makes the world feel deeper and more lived in and like that is something that I think the games have struggled to maintain over time because they don't really have the space to dedicate to story but like it feels like they feel like they need to check that box that like our games now in this era must have a script or whatever and it's like okay but like, to what end? Whereas, like, in Arceus, I did feel like a connection to the team that I was on and the supporting characters that are there on the journey with you and all that. Like, it felt yeah. so much, you know, it's like, I don't, you know, I don't feel any kind of connection to, like, any of the kids that you're friends with in X and Y, right? Like
1: Oh, and there's so many of them.
0: Well, <laughs> five of them that just, like, constantly are talking at you. And it's like, yeah. I don't know any of these kids' names. I don't feel like they have super distinct kids personalities. Next door. Like, Yeah. Whereas, like I did kind of feel that way in Arceus, where it's like, okay, like it and again, it's not like this super deep narrative, but it was like deep enough where it like in the same way that like concierge right had characters that had arcs, and like you know it's like, okay, like this feels so much more well realized, and yeah, I'm excited by the prospect of them getting to explore something like that again and you know teach us more about like the Kalos region this time around, right, and like learn more about like. How did you know like Lumios, come to be and like all those kinds of things I think are interesting questions? And you know, it's it's exciting to think that they could maybe explore them in a slightly different way.
1: Totally. I feel like I did feel like a little miffed, like when when the direct started and I saw the unknown, I was like, oh, Johto, here we go. Johto Legends, like Johto remake such something. A and it was such a <laughs> Like I feel like I got juked, but like <laughs> I just really thought they would have done Johto next for Legends because if they wanted to stay in that like Edo period type, like
0: so like much of Johto's gone, history is like in that kind of vein.
1: Yeah. So like I was really interested in like playing a game that like acts out that's that, that storyline, that part of Pokemon history. Maybe not yet maybe the time will come i hope so
0: because it's like you said like there's so much like with the like um what is it the burn tower and everything like all that stuff yeah happened like you know in like an what seems like an edo inspired period right yeah Um, or at least that like you know that more old traditional kind of it feels like antiquity, right? Whereas, yeah. like, Lumios, it feels more like it's, like, maybe, like, turn of the century, right? Like, it's, like...
1: Yeah, like, the 20s, or, like, the, yeah. t- like the early decade Like, they... When it opened, the trailer opened up, there was, like, a case file. And the music was, like, kind of jazzy. And I was, like, okay, like, Great Depression era Pokemon. <laughs> yeah. Hello?
0: It has that kind of energy yeah. to it a little bit, Yeah.
1: At first I was scared. I thought it was another Detective Pikachu game. It's like All right, again! already <laughs> <laughs> again. Oh. Already. Again.
0: Detective Pikachu 3 starring Ryan Reynolds.
1: <laughs> but uh yeah, it's interesting that they're jumping like time periods. And then we're getting to see like this, like uh the city be city the city <laughs> be built up from like scratch. Yeah. Um when it first opened up on like the blueprint of the city, I was like. And it, like the way that the the camera was panning around, it looked like it might have been like referencing like like a a multiplayer world, like because there's so many trainers, like people battling. I was like, yeah, oh yeah. my god, are we getting an MMO? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I didn't know. It was like really funny because I was like, I was waiting because basically, like you have that scene where they're showing you like the redacted like city planning like, fine, yeah. like drawings and everything and then it kind of like transitions to that like 3d like it's all like you know like um like cad key software or something right yeah and, and it's yeah. like i was like oh, okay so i was like is this going to be like a cinematic where it shows the drawing to the wireframe to then like a full shot of the city and when it didn't do that i was like okay so like did they like did they show us it this way so they didn't actually have to show us anything because it's like right because you know there's a lot of conversation and you know, we'll, we'll we'll jump around a little bit but like there's a lot of conversation going on about okay this game's in 2025 does that mean you know it's a switch launch title is it switch Two launch title is, yeah. is, is it that and like We'll talk about that more in a little bit, but uh one of the comments we got in our discord uh, was from one of our patreon producers Asobi, who said if it's a switch two title, they probably can't show it yet, or otherwise they'd be having to show quote unquote last gen gameplay, and that would be pretty bad for marketing, which I think is yeah an you know interesting... I saw,
1: yeah, I saw people being like 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 very valid arguments about like the fact that they didn't have more to show yeah i if the game is coming out that soon i really think that would have been cool but that's an, a really excellent point like it's not going to be accurate to the actual experience this early you don't on have anything to anyway. game
0: showing it to us right now because it's like yeah. it's, you know uh another comment we got here this one comes from um from trendy brendy who's you know big big pokemon fan and uh brendy said no gameplay is rough imo and they said 2025 so not early quote unquote so I don't think it's in a January release window like the last game. I hope it's the holiday title, so that the next generation titles, like the next generation of the next proper Pokemon generation, right, um, are in 2026. And I have a lot of feelings about that because I don't know that this isn't the next Pokemon generation. We'll talk about that in a minute. I can't
1: think about 2026 right now.
0: I know it's like <gasps> it's it's w- way sooner than I want it to be. It's it messes me up a little bit, but um. I am actually happy that they don't have anything to really show us because to me, I'm like, like, I understand feeling like, damn, kind of a bummer to not have gameplay and like not have anything to really chew on. But like, based on what Brendy said here, right? If They said 2025, not early 2025. So I'm thinking like, maybe this is a fall release of next year, right? Something like that. Right. If it, if it is, that's actually a lot more development time. Right. That's like yeah. the entirety of this year and almost the entirety of next year that can get put into it. And we're already, you know, now two years removed from Arceus. So that would be four years of active development on it, which is quite a bit more time than they've had the last couple go-arounds, right? Oh, yeah. Um, what was
1: Arceus or Arceus? Do you remember? So I
0: guess it depends a bit because there was, you know, they came off Ultra Sun and Moon. Right, and then it was Sword and Shield in twenty eighteen. Nineteen was that nineteen? Okay, so then yes, yeah, so yeah. two years later we had RCS. or no? If that was oh, 19,
1: maybe it was twenty eighteen. Hold on,
0: figure that out for me because it's either eighteen to twenty two or nineteen to twenty two, and they had two games made in that time, right? So
1: it was twenty
0: nineteen. Twenty nineteen. Okay. So so like, I would say it's probably in the neighborhood of three years. But that's also two titles being made simultaneously, so it's like kind of hard to say like where that cutoff is because it's like they had Sword and Shield, and then they had the DLC for that, and right. then I'm guessing that the team that worked on Sword and Shield probably switched off immediately to Scarlet and Violet, and then the team that did the DLC, mm. unless it's I know, the man. other way, because if it's the uh, that would make sense, Sword Shield team. Other team does DLC. Sword and Shield team does RCS DLC. Team does Scarlet Violet. Maybe it's that way. It's Maybe. not. They're not super transparent about it, right? It's not like um, it's not like a company like I don't know, like like Arcane, right, where they have two studios and ones in Texas and ones in France, and we know exactly yeah. what it it's working on. It's like, right. I'm imagining there's probably some crossover among those teams too, like from some of the higher ups, because that was the thing I remember we talked about when Scarlet and Violet came out, where it was like. A really significant percentage of the team is the same people, so they made both of these games at the same time, or like yeah, right truncated. Yeah, that right.
1: was a that was a conversation that was being had, like that uh, these games were being developed at the same time.
0: And that's like why, world like, world. I remember when Scarlet and Violet got revealed, we were like, oh yeah, like clearly, like they couldn't learn from anything from R. C. S. because they were made in a vacuum, right? So it's like it won't have any of those updates that we got used to in R. C. S. or that we liked in R. C. S. And it's like, why wouldn't yeah. you include the You know, free roaming on the map and throwing the ball, like all those kinds of things. And it's like, well, no, we didn't, they didn't know if anybody liked him yet, right? Like, yeah. (laughs) So it's an interesting one, um, for sure. But, uh, in terms of like what else we know about it, there are a few details that we are like firm on about, about what like the deal with the setting is. So, uh, Nintendo ended up confirming on Twitter after the, um, presentation that uh the game will entirely take place within lumio sitting Uh, i'm sorry uh with his within lumio city um my question is Uh what does that mean because did arceus totally take place within that town because if that's the case right so it's like what does that mean is that i'm in the city and then i go out into the field like we did in arceus and i'm going in Catching Pokemon and finding resources and then bringing those back to build up the city.
1: Yeah, like, is it a hub?
0: Right, exactly. Is it, like, a hub world? Or is it, like, straight up, everything takes place in the city and you're gradually, like, building the city up over time? Because they did show, like, on that final map, there were, like, I think four or five different, like, little circle icons around the map. It could be a thing like that, where maybe, like, you're, like, fighting wild Pokemon and, like, clearing out a space so that the city can get built up or i don't know but it's an interesting question of like what exactly does that mean right yeah i know
1: like is this city gonna be that big is there that much like content in that world i I don't know
0: huge in the original game right like it was a big fucking city for the time so like i guess you could do that you know i I don't think that's like inherently problematic the idea of like having a, a story that just takes place in in one city right like Oh. Yeah,
1: I'm just interested to see how they make that feel like a complete game. Like, mm-hmm. like, and there's enough to explore. Especially if it's just a bunch of buildings or a city being built.
0: Yeah, it's it's like, and I think to me, I'm inclined to say that I think it's probably not that. That Like, you probably are going out into the field to get resources. Yeah, I hope so. It's like, the whole thing is about building a city, right? So like, yeah. how are you hanging out there if there's nothing there yet? You know, it's like
1: that was like what I've really come to love about newer Pokemon games. If anything else, the exploration is definitely there, and I've gotten really used to that. So, for all of it to just be in in fr- like Paris, France, or whatever, I'm like, mm, yeah, just you know a little more.
0: Seems, it seems off. It doesn't seem yeah. like that's what they would do, right? Yeah. Um, so, another thing that I think is interesting is they. We're very clear to say that that it was releasing simultaneously worldwide in 2025, right? So even though the the title feels like it's one game, like it's Pokemon Legends Z to A, it's like I guess Z and A are technically two different versions, or maybe it's going to be Z to A and A to, like something like that. But I don't know, but like oh they they confirmed basically that it's it's multiple titles right and like i think that's interesting because it i think it speaks to the fact that the legends model was successful right and they want to see if they can replicate the success they've had with the the you know quote-unquote mainline entries or whatever right by saying like okay like we'll put out two versions and you'll get some people that double dip and you'll you know you'll you'll like push those sales higher than they even were right for for a single title um yeah as like i guess that's kind of been the conventional wisdom with pokemon right? right my question is like what does that look like in practice is it as simple as what we've come to expect in the past where it's just like there's version exclusives and that's it but like if that's the case i think some of the more like quote-unquote traditional features that we've come to expect with pokemon like were not in rcs So is this, you know, and, and there's like a lot, I think there's a lot to unpack there because I think there's a debate kind of going on, on whether, like what this is going to look like, right? Like, like, is this a quote unquote main game? Is it a spinoff? Whatever. Right. And, you know, we have um, a, I have a tweet that I pulled from Joe Merrick, who you may know as the webmaster of Serebii.com, which is, you know, like the premier Pokemon website on the web and uh he posted a screenshot of um what looks like from the japanese presentation and he specifically said he's like uh i'm pulling it up he said oh and i'm gonna just say this right now and i do not want to have to repeat it for the next five years pokemon Legends za is officially classed as a main series title huh. so that to me is an interesting question right so it's like It's a main series title. It's not a spinoff. There's two versions. What does that mean for battling, trading, and the competitive scene? Because obviously Arceus didn't play nice with that stuff, right? Like, there's almost no trainer battles in the whole game, right? I don't remember if there was the ability to trade. There may have been, but I don't remember that. I don't think so. And there wasn't online battles, right? So there was, like, no scene around it. Um, and you had to wait until those Pokemon came to Scarlet and Violet uh, before you could use them in competitive play.
1: I completely missed that it was like going to be two versions when they said release simultaneously worldwide. I thought they meant like the game is going to be available on the same day globally. <laughs> so what that says to me is that I guess it could uh, be
0: that though. You're yeah, you could be right.
1: Yeah, because they because he said Legends EA. Yeah, has is the main series title singular. I mean, it would be interesting if it was two, and
0: think
1: if you're it was two, right.
0: I, I I think I misinterpreted
1: that. No, that's I mean, but like, we don't actually know for sure. And um, the thing is, if they do, either way, if it's a mainline, if it's two versions, either way, I feel like they're thinking about introducing an online component to this one. Um, again, because of the heavy emphasis on battling that I saw in the trailer. I think that yeah, this is going to be show, the one like, that has
0: Pokemon battles happening in the city.
1: Yeah, I think this is going to be the one that has like an actual online component, similar to what we're used to um, in current day Pokemon. Like, I think it's, I think it's a surefire. Like, I would bet on it for sure.
0: Okay, I, I'm looking this up, and it definitely seems, yeah, it definitely seems like I misinterpreted that and there are definitely no that's fine i mean the, so I the naming
1: convention the naming convention is interesting to me why not just Z? why not just a why is it Za? <laughs> i was wondering like za-a. you
0: know they showed the unknown like in the yeah. in the trailer and um the the like the two messages didn't say anything like specific like the first one said pokemon presents but like a bunch of the letters were like flipped it was like an anagram of pokemon presents and then the last one was like see you or like or like um or you see i guess it could be but i think it's yeah yeah um but like the unknown did have like there was like that unknown like mini game in rcs of like finding them all right so it's like yeah i'm wondering if maybe that's like a, a reference to that like you know obviously the a to z the alphabet with them and everything like is that I don't know. Is that like a, a lore clue or something? Or we pointing? Yeah, or something right. Like that?
1: I, I never oh. understood unknown to have like a. I mean, I'm not as well read on Pokemon lore as a lot of people. Uh, I know like surface level, like tip of the iceberg shit, but I only understood them to have a role, like a strong role in like Gen Two. Yeah, I didn't know if they tied in really with Zygarde or anything.
0: I don't. I don't think they have historically. Um, right. But I guess like one of the things that's so interesting, right, is that like. I don't remember if it's Gen 5. I think it's Gen 5. It's Gen yeah. 4, 5 that confirmed the idea that Pokemon takes place in a multiverse, which is why
1: mm. you can
0: have uh like different mechanics in different versions of Kanto, right or whatever. It's like this this idea that like each Pokemon cartridge is like its own universe and that like Okay. So it's like
1: when in doubt, tell tell your audience that you have a multiverse. Exactly, yeah. It's that is like, oh, no. just built-in plot armor to do whatever <laughs> you want.
0: <laughs> like, think about it, right? Like, in Arceus, uh, there's Pokemon in that region that are not there in, you know, the proper Gen 4 games, right? Like, Right. But they're there, right? And it's like, I don't know. Like, why is that that way? It's like, oh, reasons? No. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So... That's interesting, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I guess. I guess it could. I don't know. I guess. I guess it could go either way with some of that stuff. Yeah, it's like the fact that the starters are all different is like well, that's that's obviously very different, right? Like, or it wasn't RCS. I'm assuming it will be different again in this generation, right? But I don't know. So here's the other thing I wanted to to uh, pull on from that side of things. Yeah, this was something that uh, another another write in from Trendy Brendy. He said, I think it's very cool that we're continuing the Legends titles, but as a competitive fan who will continue to play Scarlet and Violet until the next generation arrives, I'm honestly more excited about 2024 being an off year. I will gladly play an additional year of VGC on Scarlet and Violet if it means the Generation 10 games run at a consistent frame rate. I just really hope that they make ZA the the holiday 2025 title. Mm. I agree. Uh, I would very much love to see it be closer to two years away than one. And I would very much like to see uh, an even longer amount of time between Generation 9 and Generation 10. My question is, though, really like what we were just talking about, right? Like, I'm not totally sure that the that there won't be a competitive angle to this game and that they won't make it more traditional in those ways. But I don't know. Because they also did, like, make changes to the battle system in Legends, Arceus, and it's like, are they going to want to keep those changes and have, like, the Legends games be their own thing? Or is the idea that it's, like, quote-unquote, a mainline game, right, and it's not a spinoff, like, are they going to want to rein some of those changes in and, like, make the battle system more traditional so that you can push a competitive season based around it, and you can treat it like the next main game rather than a stopgap between the next main game.
1: Right. Well, uh, and we haven't touched on this yet, but we did see that this game will bring back Mega Evolution. Let's and go! I
0: Yeah, let fucking go! I... Ooh, New as,
1: as a person who loves Digimon, I remember when I first saw that, like, like they revealed that would be a thing for the meta. In Pokemon games. And I was like, oh, so fuck all those kids who said that. It was stupid that they, like, evolve and change back. <laughs> Eat my fucking shorts. Well, well, well. Well, well, well. Um, so I think that my hope is that instead of getting, like, rapid strike and strong style or whatever, like, we're just like, all right, Mega Evolutions are back. Like, here's, like, these ones can still do it. And now all of these can also do it. And, like, then that's all the more reason for there to be, like, like an actual multiplayer, like, online battling system. And they flush it out even more. I don't know. Like, I'm very excited at the possibility. I think that I hope yeah. they don't try to reinvent the wheel. I hope they're, like, just, like, mega evolutions back. And it's better than ever. <laughs> and we're just going to focus on that. If they find a way to fuck that up, I'm gonna be so mad. <laughs> How do you mess that up? They get bigger and badder, they get more guns, they get more armor, and and then they change back to normal guys after. Like foolproof.
0: So, I mean, I I'll tell you what, I think there's like maybe five megas that I don't think are sick. So I'm right there. Yeah. Like most of them yeah. are really cool. <laughs> and I mean, what better chance for them to give us yet a third uh, Charizard Evolution, right? Well, the Mega Charizard oh, Z now. I didn't think about that. that. They're going to have to do it. Oh, my sick. God. What if they give it.
1: them they give them a Mega Evolution where they all turn into green guys like Zygarde, <laughs> <laughs> Lizard guys.
0: I like a lizard guy.
1: I love lizards. I was thinking about lizards today.
0: I'm going to need it. A- why <laughs> just
1: in I want I, I might own one one day. I don't know. I like the ones that have uh, uh sal-
0: salamanders have, are cool,
1: they got big heads, they yep. got big heads and big eyes, but their body is regular. <laughs> and I
0: love I'll that. tell you what, as a uh, <laughs> I, I, I've been a rep- lifelong reptile guy, highly recommend. So, yeah, go for it, become a lizard person one
1: day, one day, be a
0: lizard guy. <laughs> so here's uh here's the other question i've got for you before we move on from za so do you think that this game is going to be the game where we're like hey they did it they took enough time it doesn't run like shit it looks nice it's it feels like what you'd expect from any other major video game franchise that has a, a new release where it's good in quality and we don't have a bunch of caveats because we have this seemingly seemingly longer development cycle. I don't know how much longer it actually is, but I guess I guess I'm worried because I liked Legends Arceus a lot. I think it's one of the best Pokemon games. It still had problems. It still didn't look very good. It still had a, a kind of drabness to it right and like i don't know i guess just like it doesn't feel as alive as the world in something like tears of the kingdom right like it doesn't Mm -hmm. have that same sense of like this is a living breathing world it still feels a little bit like this is a video game right and and that's great but i think that's what a lot of people are looking for is for it to kind of level up and take that next step I don't know if this is enough time. You know?
1: I don't think it's enough time either. But I'm going to say something crazy. I think it would be weird if it didn't look like shit.
0: <laughs> <laughs> all I want is a Pokemon game that looks as nice as Pokemon Snap 2, Sierra. That's all I want.
1: No, I know. And I was just going to say, like, um, the president visually has been set by Bandai Namco. And if, in my ideal world, they get Bandai Namco involved. But that would be so they're nice. not they're not fucking going to and like the thing is i mean the monolith top was involved on scarlet and violet but what what happened there what did they do there because it didn't look good so what are we doing they need,
0: they need them to be involved from the beginning <laughs> it's like,
1: yeah i i think the i think bullying is working i bullying works i think bullying is working on the pokemon company like I you mean... guys said
0: you worked like, it worked on week. the Sonic the Hedgehog movie, right? It's <laughs> like sometimes sometimes it does.
1: <laughs> like you also a couple weeks back, like I think it's actually the haters are getting to the a <laughs> little
0: think. bit, just a little bit.
1: So, if they were wise without imposing um crunch and burnout on their existing staff, they would hire exponentially more people to make it look really good. They could keep that same window. It could still look awesome, but that's if they care. I am trying not my I'm I'm from now on Pokemon company. I am. The bar is down here. It was here. <laughs> the bar is down here. And I'm just gonna be pleasantly surprised if anything runs properly. So I so my bar my bare minimum expectations for this game is that they bring the fucking catching mechanic back. I really think that should if it's not going to be in the mainland games, it should live in Legends games.
0: They better. Um, they fucking better. That was, so, that was the best part of that game. Like it just, it would was just be so ridiculous. fun.
1: So good. Um, so yeah, they should keep that. And then hopefully um the game looks good. But like I said, I just it's gonna be weird if they, <laughs> they don't look fucking awful. <laughs> That's just I've come to expect it now. <laughs> <laughs> Did you really say this game looks too good?
0: <laughs> it's like I don't know. I don't buy it. I don't think it's gonna come out like this. It's gonna be like when I saw the first Switch trailer and I'm like, there's no way it's that fast, right? Yeah, yeah. Like it's like it doesn't just work like that. God, um, what I wouldn't give, what I wouldn't give for us to see it and be like, I don't know, and then it comes out and we're like, never mind, it's the second coming of Jesus. No, I
1: know, and we've we've want. been sorry, like I know they they Game Freak was never meant to be a 3D Pokemon game development company yeah, they but had to, but like, They've been
0: doing it for how long now it's when like
1: we I know that long and then when we look at what games have come out on the switch like you can't blame the hardware everything <gasps> like Xenoblade and and um, Bayonetta and uh, Zelda Mario Mario they all run great there's just great. no there's no excuse if they want to stake their claim on fucking just being pokemon the pokemon company and just putting out whatever they want they could probably still make a killing but like i feel like this time something has to change
0: because i I hope that like the the swell that happened around pal world right and like the fact that you had like a an indie studio coming out and and presenting something that felt like an alternative at least on some level i like I hope that that motivates them to like, just step it up a little bit. Right. We don't want to get, you know, um, Stardew Valley. Right. We don't want to end up in a situation where there's like indie versions of our franchise coming up that are better and that are connecting with people, you know? And it's like, obviously the Pokemon company like has such an advantage in terms of like, you know, um, nostalgia and like built in recognition and all that stuff, you know, that's like a really hard thing to to fight against but like i mean power world was breaking steam records and all kinds of stuff right so it's like they have to see that there's a hunger for them to experiment a little bit more and try other things and that like it doesn't always have to just be the same thing every time there's nothing wrong with giving us more of the same thing but also you know it's like we're 30 years into this franchise right yeah to gotta give else. us
1: credit gotta give the audience some credit and i think but, it's
0: frustrating to be this far into its life cycle and that like the newest games in the series are the worst in terms of like oh yeah performance and execution like that's a really it's a bad fucking look to just be like we're just gonna keep cashing in on the fact that the name means something because eventually it won't
1: yeah for sure but and again is it a Pokemon game if it doesn't look like shit?
0: <laughs> they didn't used to. When it was pixel art, they were beautiful. They used to be beautiful. Yeah. They used to be so beautiful. <laughs> oh, God. All right. Last, last talking point on this one before we get into uh, a question. And then we're going to move on to a couple more announcements that, that came out of this. thing. Uh, the, the next question here, right, is – I'll, I'll just jump into this question from the question block from Nabilism will it be a switch to launch title or will it released on both the old and new console?
1: They said it was going to be out on multiple systems. So
0: it, they specifically said it would be out on Nintendo switch systems. Yeah. Which to me, I would say it's definitely on the old console. It'll run better on the new one. I think it will probably be how they frame that.
1: Yeah. I do not think it will be a launch title, unfortunately, but I can wait. Yeah. Don't make it a launch title. <laughs> well, it is it's like
0: you know, Chewy uh commented in the Discord and said, Reminder that Pokemon put out a three DS game in twenty seventeen. Right? So it's like they are not usually ones to like lead the charge on new hardware, right? Like they want to get the maximum install base and the maximum amount of sales out of a, a new Pokemon game as possible. So I would bet that this one and maybe even the next one are both cross generation and that it would be, you know, upwards of 2026, 2027, uh, maybe even longer before we get the first Pokemon game. That is only on the successor to the Nintendo switch. Right. That's what we saw before. Right. So Mm -hmm. yeah, same thing with, uh, the three DS too, right? Like it was like black and white two came out on regular DS, um, when the 3ds was out and x and y came a couple couple years later so last last question we got here this one comes from one of our patreon producers snack ago who wrote in and said i want to take you guys back to roughly september 2019 the very first question i asked had to do with the imminent release of pokemon sword and shield to paraphrase i basically said pokemon sword and shield oh yeah this is when pokemon gets dark with the reveal of Pokemon Legends Z-A is that vision for a shift in tone for the narrative finally coming. Is this the time where Pokemon dot 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 grows up? This concept art, I can't lie, sells me on a dream.
1: Did someone just draw that today?
0: Yeah, it's like... No I, way! I, so he attached this bit of art that I don't know the origin of. Um, I mean,
1: it looks like some sort of like mega god... Zygarde form, but like so that
0: that dude in the back is Zygarde. Uh, I forget what it's called, oh, but maybe it's like, it's it's like the 100% Zygarde form. Like, if you <laughs> get all crazy. the pieces, that's, so that's like his full version. So, like,
1: he looks like a Gundam. Okay, so this is like, oh, I it kind of looks like it's photoshopped. Yeah, and I don't, to me, I don't know. this
0: doesn't look like it's authentic concept art. So that's and maybe that's not what he's saying. Maybe he's just saying this art
1: Pokemon Elden Ring, but yeah. like this concept is like an old world city, and it's creepy. I don't. Did you feel that Legends had a dark tone to it? Because I, it's like in the middle. I don't yeah. think so.
0: I think that's what I was gonna say. Is like I don't. I don't think it'll have like a dark tone. I don't think it's gonna be like this is the grown up Pokemon, but. I felt like RCS was already that kind of in terms of like a half step towards that, because I agree with you that like, I don't think it has like a dark tone, um, but I like, it definitely felt like it was less concerned with not being scary. If that makes sense. Cause like, I think of like when we were younger, right? Like we'll, we'll use gen one as an example, like Viridian forest, the rock tunnel, right? Like some of those environments, they're, like, presented as scary, right? Like, they have scary music, it's, like, dark, and it, like, it has this element of, like, you're in a dark, scary place, and this is dangerous, right? Whereas, like, the modern games really go out of their way to kind of smooth anything like that over, and, like, even if it is, like, I can't remember if I'm thinking of, I think I'm thinking of Sun and Moon, where there's, like, that ghost house that you go into right sun, it's sun and moon right that i'm thinking of
1: yeah i believe so it's yeah. like a ghost like a haunted abandoned city and there's like a ghost
0: yeah. Thing. yeah okay so i think i think i'm thinking of the right thing so like that's a great yeah. example of like that's a thing that i think in earlier pokemon games like would have been portrayed as like more sinister and i feel like they kind of it's like played off like a little more whimsical like it's like right. oh, there's ghosts here it's scary and then it's like they're kind of just like pushing shit around and it's like oh no whereas <laughs> like in Lavender Town in the first game like there are people that are straight up like possessed by ghosts that attack you right yeah so, I bet like, if
1: you reimagine those games is like Scarlet Violet or Legends Arc, like like where you could get you could see the characters talking in 3d up close to you if you could see their like expressions it would probably have be much darker than what you got which was the 2D overworld
0: <laughs> i mean and like and like think of that right like in lavender town like it's a plot point that pokemon die mm-hmm. right and that like death exists and is permanent in this world and that like you know cubone's mother was killed by team rocket like that's not a story beat that they would put in a pokemon game now they just wouldn't you know um because they they it's got this like squeaky clean you know like disney family friendly image now and it used to be a little bit more rough around the edges and i feel like rc has kind of tapped back into that a little bit where it's like these pokemon are straight up trying to kill you yeah you know and like everyone's afraid of pokemon because they're monsters it's like oh shit with volo yeah like that stuff feels more adult right and adult more teenager but like same whatever totally but we can give kids
1: a little more credit you know like they can handle that
0: shit yeah they can to me that was a big part of what i thought was appealing about pokemon when i was a kid was that like yeah i don't think i would have been as into pokemon if it was the presentation of how it is in like sun and moon where it's like Mm -hmm. you have a fucking chaperone you have like a teacher with you it's like that's fucking lame like what was cool about (laughs) pokemon to me when i was a kid was this sense of like Oh, like I'm in this dangerous situation, and it's me and my team of Pokemon surviving, right? And it's like you felt like you're getting over on your own, and it's like because you had a strong team or because you planned, and you brought the right items. Whereas like now, it's like you know you go through a cave and there's an NPC who heals you at the end and at the beginning, yeah. in the middle, and it's like right. there's no there's no sense of danger anymore. And I think mm-hmm. Arceus did kind of bring that back in of like. Pokemon are wild and trying to survive out here is crazy and like, you know, you're a really tough motherfucker if you can catch Pokemon. It's like Yeah. I think that, oh, like, you need a little more of that.
1: So now if like if now the the premise is uh Pokemon and humans live together in harmony and they're battling together, then what's the big bat or what's the threat? What's the you know?
0: I don't know. It's interesting. I'm
1: sure there's gonna be something. I, I and I'm I can be patient and wait and see, but that's going to be really
0: interesting to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, I think, I think there's a lot of ways you could go with it. Frankly, you know, and I, I, know. I guess that there's going to be the question of like, is there going to be some kind of like time travel element again, too? You
1: yeah, know? right. Can this kid. Get this fucking poor kid. Go home.
0: <laughs> is it a different kid in a different shirt, and that shirt is teasing the next region because that tweet you sent we're just me earlier?
1: Zonking, we're just zonking more kids from the future, just I'm bringing them back. Like down going. on that
0: now. We're zonking more kids from the
1: future. We're zonking more kids. It's <laughs> a kid zonking game. Everyone <laughs> get ready.
0: <laughs> All right, so that's gonna wrap it for Pokemon Za Legends. Legends Za. Sorry, this name's really silly. I'm gonna get there at one point. I promise. Za. Za. Pokemon Za. Pizza. We need a
1: Pokemon P. <laughs> Pokemon, Pokemon Pizza.
0: Is coming out next year. I'm real excited for it. We're real excited for it. If you guys want to write in with your thoughts or questions about the game, uh, just like everybody else did in our question block segment today, thank you, everybody who uh, participated. Guess what? You can do that in a bunch of ways, all of which you can find over at flipscreen.games. That's our website where you can find all the links to all the places we are all over the web, including our Patreon and uh, let me remind you that this episode of Nintendo Noise is brought to you by our Patreon producers for the month of February. For the last time, they are Arnold J. Rimmer, Christopher Valenz, Earth Visitor, Gabriel Hasselmeyer, a.k.a. Sobe, Snackago, Steve Stompy, Susan Likes Cats and also Boobies, Ty the Dude, and Waka Hula. Thank you all so much for your support over on Patreon.com slash games. You're all the realest of the real, and we greatly appreciate your support of this and all of our sister shows. Remember you want to go check out those shows, if you want to write into the show, if you want to become a Patreon supporter and get all kinds of cool perks and goodies, however you want to get involved or show your support to the community, you can head over to flipscreen.games and get involved, however you choose to get involved. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the show. All right, Sierra. I We talked about that for exactly as long as I wanted to. So now we're going to talk about the only other announcement that you and I agreed was fire and the rest of them. You know, hey, you play those mobile games. I'm happy for you. Otherwise, we're not talking about them. Because what we're going to talk yep. about is the mobile game that we're excited about, which is Pokemon Trading Card Game Pocket. This Wild. is
1: Pokemon think, Snap, but not no, but Marvel, not as in, as in Marvel Snap, <laughs> not not Pokemon Snap like the photo game, but like Marvel it's, Snap, the Pokemon.
0: It's it's serving that a little bit in a yeah. way. Yeah, like they talked about, this. but the okay.
1: card art, like the way you can.
0: Like the interaction and like, yeah. yeah, like that shit is so cool. So, okay. 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 All right. Let's, let's rewind top level view Pokemon trading card game pocket. We've got a, you know, digital version of the TCG. It is a evolution of the TCG based on my understanding, right? Like it is, they talked about how, uh, this was a, a quote specifically from creatures, CEO and president UG, uh, Kitano, who uh, Creatures is the team that makes the Pokemon trading card game, and they are collaborating with um, DNA, who, you know, makes a lot of mobile games, but with Pokemon is most known for collaborating with them on the Pokemon Masters EX game. So it's like a three-way collaboration between those two teams and the Pokemon company. And uh, Yuji from Creatures said that, uh, and this is a direct quote, he said, what's more, we've developed a new streamlined game rules based on our existing battle system so you can enjoy a quick battle during the free moments in your day. So mm. this I thought was interesting because I don't know if that is saying, hey, this, like, this version of, of the Pokemon TCG, TCG Pocket is overall modified and simplified so that you can have quick games or is quick play a mode that's like that and then there's a more traditional mode that is like the full rule set i'm not really sure but they did say specifically that like their goal was to like they've, they're they working really hard on making a, a version that will appeal to longtime fans of the tcg as well as players that have never been exposed to it and something i thought was interesting was like when they were showing off the card art they had a bunch of cards that were like old cards that I recognized and I'm many, many years removed from collecting the TCG. But like, I saw some like Gen 1 through, you know, 3 or whatever cards that I recognize the art from. And I know some of them have been reprinted and and whatever. So, you know, I don't know if that's just a me being ignorant about which cards have been reprinted and that Mm -hmm. those are legal cards anyway. Or if it's like, we're going to try to bring cards from across the whole history in and, and modernize them and create a new meta. I'm not totally clear on, on what it is between those two, but um, the, the like quick play thing that they were talking about immediately made me think of Marvel snap. And I was like, Oh, okay. Like that's yeah. very interesting to me.
1: Yeah. Cause I, uh, I almost got into Marvel snap, but I just could, I couldn't commit it was still like it it, despite it's very like snappy quick play which I really enjoyed and like the way that the game is structured still couldn't get into it (laughs) like I still couldn't make time, but uh I really enjoyed it and I like um I think it makes more sense if it's separate modes because some people might be like no I'm used to the regular way I'm gonna do that but I would hate to be the team working on (laughs) The like separating out those separate competitive rules and like then do you like make different versions of the same cards? Like,
0: what are you doing?
1: Yeah, that must be so complicated.
0: It's interesting to me because I I guess the way you could do it is like I guess you could do something akin to like like there's like different like modes of gameplay for like Magic the Gathering, right? Like it's like there's like single play. Where I have uh I think it's fifty cards. Correct me if I'm wrong. I think it's fifty or sixty. I don't know. Um, and it's one on one and we both have twenty hit points, and I gotta take yours down, and you gotta take my down. But then there's yeah. also like commander, which is like a different rule Crazy. set but <laughs> yes. to work, right? And it's like you have a you have to build the deck with different rules, and you have to, you know, then there's like two-headed giant, which is like a different rule set slightly, and then there's like planes chase and There's, like, all these different game modes, but, like, the cards still work the same in whatever game mode. It's just, like, there's different rules about, like, how you're allowed to use them or interact with them. I could see it being something like that where maybe, like, the quick play is, like, you know, you have less health. Or you have like, because there's like a prize system in the Pokemon card game, if I remember correctly. It's been a really long time since I played. Yes, yeah, it's six
1: prize cards, and ideally you want to take all of them before. So maybe maybe yeah. quick
0: play is like half the amount of prize cards, right? Or like maybe. maybe they simplify the way that energy works, or something like that, right? Or the way that your bench works, or something like that, and they try to boil it down so that it is like a little bit easier to kind of just like pick up and do a quick play, and then like as you learn mechanics, like. Maybe the ranked system is like the the full rules or whatever or something like that, right? Yeah. I could see something like that. I don't I don't know. Like I, I'm not intimately familiar enough with what the mechanics are at this point for me to like pitch like how you could do it differently, but Totally. It's, it's something like that, I feel like potentially makes sense. I don't know.
1: Yeah, like something that exists independently of like the ever changing competitive meta, which is like they'll introduce like like v-maxing and different things like that like different mechanics um every what like year or two so i haven't played in a while i um i was really into it in like 2016 to 2018 and i desperately fell off try to get back on in like 2021 or maybe 2020 i don't know I was like, damn, this shit is, is expensive. So, yeah, everybody was getting into get it, in. right?
0: Like during lockdown? Yes. <laughs> and then I was like, mm,
1: I guess, I guess this isn't meant to be. So, uh, I still buy a pack and like maybe like an ETB every now and then just to like hopefully get like something really cool and shiny. Serotonin, but I get it. Exactly. It's still fun to open this shit, you know? Oh, yeah. But,
0: but I so can tell talk you to me about that. There. So, like, you still buy cards, you like the opening experience that was something i thought was interesting about this right was like they were showing uh i feel like they've got like a really good system for opening the cards where it's like you have to like swipe to rip it open and then you like swipe all the cards out and i was like oh like that yeah that would
1: be really pleasing yeah
0: (laughs) and then like you get and who knows how long this will last or if this is like forever or whatever but they were saying like you'll get to open two packs a day at no cost like just from like logging in like you'll have two packs that you can open that's pretty good which is good yeah
1: they depicted that kid like receiving notifications for packs at different times throughout yeah. his day. The one being, I thought he was on a date, and I was like, "You're gonna look at your phone right now, motherfucker." I feel like that was definitely <laughs>
0: the implication, right? Like he's like, there yeah. He's but, like, was,
1: oh. but then, but then the voiceover was like, "Open the packs on the go when you're with your friends." And I was like, "Okay, like they're they're just friends. It's okay. It's okay. I guess that's not too rude." But yeah, like,
0: I don't know. Let me ask you this: Yeah, you're on a date your date pulls out their phone to open Pokemon cards. Is that like, cause I think like normally I'm with you where I'm like, I I think that's an L. Right? Like it's like, I don't, I think normally I would be like, that's probably a faux pas. But like, I feel like if you're like a fucking dork like us, I'd be like, oh, actually that's kind of, that's kind of cool.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I haven't gone on a date with a Pokemon nerd yet. I definitely went on a date with a fellow nerd, but I guess I would, if they took out their phone to be like, Yo, yeah, I just got new pack like a new pack of cards. Hold on a second. I'd be like, "Yo, yeah, that's sick. What did you get? You're Show like, me."
0: You're like, "I'm scared. What did you get? What did you Let get?" Let me see. <laughs> Anything Show good? Me. You want to trade? Seriously? But like that I thought was cool too, right? Like they were like showing off like how the trading works and everything like that. Like it just seems like it it seems like a really like good seamless system and I was thinking the whole time I'm like, "How the fuck have they not done this yet?" Right, like like when like when Hearthstone popped off like, ten fucking years ago, oh, and then yeah. Magic the Gathering Arena like came out, and now we got Marvel Snap. It's like it seems kind of crazy that like with all the mobile games that they've put out over the years, that like this is their first attempt at this. But no, I know it looks is really this, good.
1: I have thought that this entire time the app that you can play on desktop was available on mobile. Is it not? I don't think it is.
0: No, I, I think this what is the first tumble. time that they've ever done a mo- I know, right? And that's crazy, isn't it? Like, it's like why? Uh, I feel like this is going to be a huge fucking success. Like, I feel, yeah, like, I feel like unless I mean, I'm excited about it. I think it's going to be a cash cow, right? Like, and I,
1: yeah, and like, um, well, that solves the for the short. I mean, I don't know, people like owning physical media. I mean, I still like owning physical media, so it doesn't solve cards. for. Yeah, it doesn't solve like the physical shortage of cards. But competitively, if you're trying to build a deck, it solves for that like scarcity type problem yeah. that like you might have if you're trying to build certain decks. I don't know. Uh, Yeah.
0: If you're somebody who wants to play, but like doesn't want to collect and doesn't want to like have a bunch of shit in their house. Right. Which is like, yeah,
1: but I had the problem, right. I don't even have a lot of cards and I got a lot of binders barely hanging on for their lives. (laughs) With the weight of
0: all these Pokemon cards. It's just like, like, like I think the analog that I have, like, this is the thing I've talked about with one of my friends. um, We're both comic book collectors. Right. And it's like, we hit a point where it's like, I can't own every comic that I've ever read. Like it's just too much, right? And it's like you gotta get you I think everybody hits a point where it's like, okay, I need to just have the stuff I want to have, not just the stuff I have. And it's like when you're collecting cards, there is that like completionist mindset of I want an entire set or I need a bunch of decks for variety. And if I want to get the right. cards, I want I to buy a bunch of boxes. And then it's like, are you the type of person that's gonna go and sell all the extra cards that you have? Or are they gonna sit in a pile in your room or whatever right and it's like right i think a lot of people end up doing that shit where it's like I, I was that way with like magic the gathering arena where it's like i really like magic the gathering i like playing magic the gathering but i'm not a collector and i don't see the friends that i play with that often now because i, hey. I moved the way you know and it's like we get together and play a couple times a year but it's like i'm not playing magic the way i used to and that was an easy way for me to be able to be like oh i'm still i'm still invested i'm still playing i'm getting online i'm ranking i'm going on the ladder right like I could see that for a lot of people, you know, because I think the main reason I never got back into the TCG was because I didn't want to collect cards. And like I had friends that got into it in like 2016 and were like, buy a box, like, let's get into it. And I was like, You guys are asking me to do crack, right? Like that's <laughs> what you're asking me to do. This is an addiction I will never get over if I get back on uh, back on. This I know. Whereas I know. like this, I think I could see myself being like, I'll log in every day and open a pack of cards and like make a deck and learn the fundamentals again. And Like, see if I get into it. Maybe I will. Maybe I won't. But I think for me, this could be like a really great way for me to engage with the TCG again and like kind of dip my toe back into that world without being like, okay, great. I'm buying binders and opening boxes and spending hundreds of dollars on cards, which I just, yeah, I got enough. I got enough hobbies. I collect enough shit. I don't need more shit, you know? Right. Yeah. But But I like the idea of playing the TCG again. So it's like, I don't know. I think it's kind of cool. And, like, they talked about, you know, you brought up the immersive cards before. Like, that's a neat thing. It's neat that they're, like. I'm so to...
1: excited for that.
0: Yeah, it's really cool. Like, it's, like, uh, they showed you, like, clicking into a card and then being able to, like, explore, like, this wide kind of, like, canvas drawing of of, like, the environment that is being, you know, you're getting that tiny little sliver of it in the card. Which
1: I think is yeah. just really
0: cool and dynamic. It's like an interesting thing to be like, maybe even if you're not super into the game, like having this digital collection of like, just cool Pokemon art is like, you know, like I could see people getting into the collection aspect of it digitally and not having it be like a gross NFT thing or whatever, right? Like it's like- right, totally. You just have the fun of opening packs of cards or whatever.
1: Exactly. Uh, something that they've done in contracting certain artists for card art They'll ask them to do several cards, so when you put them together physically, they all make one image.
0: So I I wonder how that's
1: going to work for this, Um, or like you know, yeah, like I I'm really excited because like as an artist, like that's something that I've always enjoyed that like relationship of like really unique artists on the internet to Pokemon cards and like and like uh, Marvel Snap. um, They highlight a lot of really cool artists, and that's how. I, um, came to know a couple that I now follow, um, personally, like, Besh. like, mm-hmm. she's amazing, so yeah, it's gonna just, they're it's really gonna be awesome Snap, for
0: like having, like, a series of cards done by an artist or whatever, like, that's yeah. really nice, and then there's, like, that incentive of, like, oh, I want to collect all of the ones in this style so I can have a deck where they're all that variant or whatever, like, yeah, that's just totally. fun, you know, it's, like, mm-hmm. It's like co- combining the collectible collectible card element with like the flex of like having that cool skin in Fortnite or whatever, right? Or Halo. Yeah, or but um, cooler. Yeah, but cooler because it's Pokemon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so like, I, I'm into it. Um, you know, they they didn't they said it's gonna come out this year. That's all we got. But um, the release like page showed both apple and and google play like day one which i'm excited about
1: i got so i got so excited because i thought they were gonna say available now i was like oh my god i know but
0: no i was was at least glad that like if we have to wait at least it's gonna come out on an android day one because that happens so often right where it's like oh this is cool mobile game that's only on apple for now
1: okay no i can't believe developers are not designing for both I, Especially like, like operating systems like android is more android.
0: ubiquitous now isn't it like i feel like more people are on android than yeah, apple.
1: you have like iphones yeah. run on like apple and then you have like like google pixel samsung blah blah, blah motorola they all yeah. run on android so what are we doing weird. here weird yeah
0: <laughs> but yeah i this was one that like in a day that included a. Uh, announcement of a new Legends game, I was like, you know what? It's pretty sick. This is a pretty good announcement. These two anchored it really well for me, I think.
1: Yeah, I feel like the mobile game stuff is like, all right, a lot of people are going to be watching this. This is our chance to rope in anybody who might be on the fence about playing Pokemon Cafe Remix. I felt
0: like every one of them there was like, here's a code if you want to download, you get, you get a free thing. You get a, you get a little bonus guy. You want a bonus guy? Come play the game. Yeah. I can't believe how many Whatever. thriving mobile products they have, though. Because like every one of these, I'm like, yeah, there's like six of these fucking games. It's like the they there were so like many now. Pokemon Masters EX is celebrating its fifth year, and I was like, "You got to be kidding me! That's insane!"
1: Didn't they say like four and a half, like 4.5? Oh, 4.5
0: They're
1: years on the fresh- market? I'm sorry, I don't care. Uh, the yeah. only reason I don't play Pokemon Cafe Remix more often is it's such like I'm not thinking about it. I'm just not, like, actively thinking about it. It's very cute, though, and it's very fun until you run out of credits.
0: Yo, I got real annoyed with that game because I remember you were telling me that it was, like, fun, and I was like, oh, sweet, let me check it out. And I downloaded it um, to play, like, on a trip or something, and then, like, I was going to, like, play it on a plane, and then it was like, oh, you need to be on online. I was like, what? Why? I know, it's I know. It's a puzzle. So why do I have to be online?
1: I Why can't I know. you just ping the There's server no... when I'm done? <laughs> yeah, just... Yeah, just... Send my results to the leaderboard later. Seriously. Like, Like, what the fuck? I know. (laughs)
0: Okay, fine. It's
1: like a baby iPad game, but it's so good.
0: I've had it Um, on my phone since then, and I've never, every time I try to start it, I'm like, ah, there's no internet. Damn. (laughs) I know. Oh, well. Um,
1: What else? Uh, Sleepy Raikou. Very good. Very cute. Yeah, that's cool. Um, All right. You know? I played Pokemon Sleep for a night, and when I saw that it fucking lit my phone on fire, I was like, "Mm, no more.
0: Yeah. (laughs) No more. I don't need Pokemon to tell me that I have bad sleep habits. I'm good.
1: <laughs> Can I play without sleeping? Can is there like a mode where it just assumes you get eight hours In- a night? <laughs>
0: Insomniac mode. <laughs> Love the idea of you being like, I need a sleepless version of Pokemon. I don't sleep. I need to sleepless.
1: <laughs>
0: just, I just want you know, I need I needed to to give me progress without chastising me for how bad my sleep habits any- are.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah assume i get sleep i would be dead otherwise
0: <laughs> i don't know i feel like you and i are living proof that that's not how that works <laughs> but
1: <laughs> <laughs> wait how long can a human go without sleep before oh first auto suggestion uh 264 hours
0: that's pretty long
1: did the person die in that experiment all right, got to figure this off, uh, figure this out, <laughs> off, off the We'll record. let you
0: guys know next week whether or not they died.
1: I'll let you know <laughs> in Discord.
0: <laughs> Perfect. All right, gang. Well, thank you for joining us here on another episode of Nintendo Noise. If you want to write in with your thoughts on anything that was shown in the Pokemon Presents today, or if you want to suggest a topic for next week's show, remember, you can hit us up and, and get involved in a bunch of other ways by heading over to flipscreen.games. You can support us on Patreon, get a bunch of perks and goodies. You can go check out some of our sister shows. You can write into the question block. You can come join the Discord, keep the conversation rolling between episodes, and chat with a bunch of other fun Pokemon fans in our community, just like you. However, you choose to get involved, we thank you so very much for tuning into another episode of Nintendo Noise. For the crew, I've been Pete. She's been Sierra. We'll see you next week.